everybody. Welcome to the FranCast. This is the show where we talk about our favorite show, The Nanny. And we talk about three different episodes uh, from, we're on season two, episodes 16, 17, and 18. So we're almost done season two. It's pretty crazy. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Larry's here. Hello. Yes. And Colleen is here. Hello. Yes. I'm so excited to be talking about these three episodes because they are really fun in my opinion. And I don't know, maybe I was just in the right mood because I was, I just, they brought a big smile on my face watching them. It was really good. Uh, I think the nanny is just what you need in, in the time of quarantine and, and lockdown. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 So this was a brilliant idea to start this podcast. <laughs> uh, well, let's dive in. So the first one is called Canasta Masta. And uh, so the first thing I wanted to say is kind of interesting. So this, this is our trivia. This was the only, this episode is the only episode that they ever won an Emmy for in the whole run of the show. Yeah. And it's for costumes, which is so weird because it's not even like a costume heavy episode. No, no, like definitely uh, the, um, the strike one was way more costume heavy yeah we wanted to talk about that and uh they got three nominations uh for season two from uh for the nanny uh including the one they won in costumes uh but they had hairstyle and direction and the the thing about the hairstyle so it was beat out by dr quinn medicine woman which i don't think is fair because they have eight people on staff for her hairstyle in <laughs> Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, they have one. <laughs> I'm sure there was more than one, but as far as the eligible for the Emmy, one on the nanny. And oh they were gosh. up against, they were up, not only were they up against Dr. Quinn, but they were also up against two Star Trek shows. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and they, yeah. So then there was also a nomination for direction, but I wasn't able to figure out what, episode that was that we might we might not have seen it yet so uh i'm sure it'll say in imdb but but yeah they received over the course of the show they received six nominations for hair and costumes and one win uh one for lighting two for fran nominations uh one for renee taylor and that'll be the next year uh that both fran and fran was nominated 96 and 97 so the next season uh and then renee the next season as well and yeah that's it for the emmys for a for, wow. for the nanny yeah so that was interesting trivia i'm surprised <laughs> about costumes on that episode because it's not really i'm very surprised for that particular episode i agree i mean yeah. one of them feels like a ripoff of greece like what the heck right. you know <laughs> i mean that, that one's not inventive it's like original to me but yeah part these the three episodes in general were pretty light on uh, outfits. Yeah, they all yeah. kind of they had like three each, and that was right. it. Other than the the uh, robes, so it right. was like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's true. And in this episode, basically, what happens is that uh, Fran is on a canasta team with her um, with Yetta and her mother and their friend uh, their friend Gert. And uh, Gertz, 
and uh, and so their friend ends up going off to Florida, and so they need an extra. And uh, Maxwell wants Brighton to get involved in a team sport, but he's like terrible at baseball. He's terrible at everything, and <laughs> so. <laughs> And so Fran ends up introducing him to Canasta. It turns out he's brilliant. And at a certain point uh, before the tournament to Atlantic City, Fran gets kicked off the team and Brighton is in her place because Gert has come back. And uh, I just, I can't tell you how much I love the scene where, <laughs> where Fran is like, they, they they were my friends first. And <laughs> yeah. like, no, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just love her performance in there. She's like, it's not fair. Yeah. And you have Maxwell. <laughs> My son is on the team and you're not. Yes. <laughs> I just love that scene so much. But, but, uh, but, but Larry, what was your overall thoughts about this episode? I thought the episode was a, uh, a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. Just, uh, I think it's a really funny type of setup with you know Brighton getting onto that team obviously it's one of those macho episodes of sons I but I really loved the antidote with Niles uh, telling him about his own father and uh, you mean like musical theater uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah I thought it was Niles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you think Colleen I thought it was pretty funny. And anything where you have a lot of Yetta and Ma is going to be a treat in and of itself, even no matter what they do. But, you know, the whole thing with Morty and the makeup and all that, like she kept referencing Rouge and yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. There was a lot of Morty jokes in this one. <laughs> the, uh, the, I love the joke when she says, that when he asked about the Chinese food and she says, it's been in there a week. Do you, do you want to end up in intensive care? And then Francis ate it for breakfast, ma. Yes. <laughs> and then she says, she says she eats Chinese food like, like, like a giant dove bar. <laughs> you stick it in yeah. and pull it out. <laughs> Eat it like a popsicle. That, that whole scene was really funny. I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> we also learn i don't know had we had maybe gilligan's island mentioned once before but we know that fran is a huge tv land watcher she loves vintage tv yes <laughs> mm-hmm. so she's watching gilligan's island with with brighton and uh and uh, maxwell's kind of disgusted like why are you wasting your time watching watching gilligan's island <laughs> Uh, and uh, they had a really funny joke with with Fran and her mom, and she says, "Remind me not to crash into the into the Andes with you. You know I'd eat you last. Not yeah. if I was the only kosher core." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was really funny. I thought funny. Yeah, and so at first she's <laughs> kind of. There's a great scene where she is, she tells Maxwell about Brighton being on the Canasta team. My son is on your ground, you're on your mother's Canasta team. It's Yetta's team. Yeah. <laughs> That's, have any, have either of you ever played Canasta? 
I have not. No, I was no. going to ask you guys, are you card people? I'm not a big card person. No. Uh, not really. I mean, I, I used to be pretty good at Texas Hold'em, actually. But I kind of fell off. And then, I mean, the fun little ones like Speed and stuff, you know, everybody played. So Yeah, Go Fish and stuff. Yeah, fun yeah. stuff like that I was okay at. But have, a lot of these older people games I've, like, never played in my life. So yeah, stuff like, like Bridge, and bridge <laughs> right? Yeah, Bridge I've never played in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we used to play some games. Well, I won't get into too much. One was, one was a curse word, which I will not say. Oh, and it was yes. during um, partying. We'll just say that. Uh -huh. That's all. But not really. Go Fish was about it. I played Uno a lot when I was younger. Uh -huh. I mean, that's, that's it. So. Yeah, I like playing. I mean, I love games. My whole family loves uh -huh. games. And we get very competitive about the games, of course. <laughs> we love playing games. <laughs> but uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I've never played Canasta before. I, I, yeah, there's like, I feel like Gin Rummy. I feel like Bridge, Canasta. They're all kinds <laughs> of like assisted living games. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you lived in one of those like yeah. fancy assisted living places, yeah, I yeah, I worked at one. I worked at in one a, in college. I mean, in Florida. I worked at one in college. So okay. Like, yeah, I know how. I know what this. I mean, we didn't play cards a lot, but yeah, that was exactly the kind of people that would play <laughs> games like that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just, I love Fran and Maxwell in this. This, your idea is kind of the old. Uh, the the macho thing but like the script calls him out on it so it doesn't yes. matter like he is being stupid and the script knows he's being stupid yeah. and that's, i that's I just, why i love he, that that moment with because every time he does it people are always like you realize you're a producer for musical theater right <laughs> like every time right. he tries to like pull any kind of macho-ness they're like what are you talking about like yeah. <laughs> what macho like well, like no like to stand on here yeah okay? <laughs> Yeah, it's like my son is wearing a Flushing Queens jacket. Oh my god, I loved that. That says it'll say Brighton on the front and um, Flushing, Flushing Queens Queen on, on the. the no, it'll say Gertz on the front. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did actually. I really liked those misdirects, like between the your mother's team. No, it's Yetta's team, and then the, no, it'll say Gertz on the front. Uh, there was a lot of that in the office, but I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it was really good, and. And when she comes into, when she's telling him about the, she's like, what's Canasta? Game for old people. Well, you know, like, and she's, he's like, I feel my cat, those capillaries tightening. Yes. <laughs> and I, I, like I said, I just can't even tell you how much I love when she's, when she's kind of a baby. I just think she, that was so funny that, uh. <laughs> they don't want to play with me anymore they were my friends first <laughs> I must say I'm kind of shocked that they didn't have a moment of Fran being like no it's okay Brighton you mm -hmm. stay on the team you enjoy it you're really good at it. you know at the end of the episode she kind of is just he's like oh, I quit bye <laughs> oh <away>. yeah 
and she's like, oh, God, I don't want to go back. And then Yetta comes and asks, oh, that's another misdirect. There's a lot of misdirect jokes yeah. in this episode yeah. where I wouldn't come over here if my mom, I wouldn't join the team again if my mom came up and asked me begging on her hands and knees. And then Yetta, hey, you're back on the team. Okay. Yeah. What? That yeah. wasn't, did, was that my mother? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't, because it felt, you know, that's kind of the the trope in feel good movies and in sitcoms of like, thank you, Brighton for, for showing the growth and for showing the kindness. However, you still be on the team, but this one, they didn't go down that route. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, There was a hilarious joke. He says, is your mother too nervous to eat? Please. She had a snack during her hysterectomy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i did love sylvia's guilty face too yeah like, she has to tell fran yeah you're a beautiful girl yes yeah and uh and the the whole salad bar scene is i mean if i was making a clip reel of classic uh nanny moments i would definitely include the salad bar scene when she's like looking at that gulf shrimp and she's like what are you doing salads are for suckers go directly to the shellfish oh yeah yeah that whole scene with that maggie sound, and her, I is think that is... sound advice rachel oh yeah i mean if you're it, certainly <laughs> if you're talking about it if you're talking about monetary like getting the most money yeah, out of oh, your yeah. salad yeah bar i trip, agree i agree then i mean i'd be I've always been a little bit dubious about about buffet uh, buffet fish and things like that. That if it's not a, a um, there's not a carving station, mm-hmm. it's always like how long is it? Is it is it gonna make you sick? Because I feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Those look pretty good. Those prawns really did look good. Um, and then who was the special guest? Um, the guests, Stephen Eady, and they're Steve real. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Real thing. Uh, um, I thought that was a pretty cute little. That was funny too. <laughs> We're yeah. giving them instructions on how to <laughs> how to imitate themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't recognize them. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was that was pretty funny, and because it's always so you know kind of dark in those kind of. Uh, the only thing I can relate to is I did go to Celine Dion's show at, um, I think, Caesar's Palace, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I went one. The Coliseum. Um, I've been there. Not for her, yeah. though. I saw, I saw Shania Twain there. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And that was pretty fun. I was at a really, it was when I had that horrible job that I've talked about all the time that I hated. Um, so I was, I, because I'm, I'm not even that big of a Celine Dion fan. I like her fine. But, um, uh, but I was just like, take me away anywhere i don't care where i go don't do anything um and we went to the uh adagia uh, um uh, for uh uh, for lunch that was the buffet we went to bellagio bellagio was there a lot of uh chest pounding at celine show (laughs) Um, a lot of smacking of her chest and throwing her oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I was kind of irritated though because for the amount of the show, it was pretty short. Oh, really? I, I felt like yeah. we needed like two more songs for it to be worth the price. Huh. Uh, it was kind of short. That's uh, but, the thing about Vegas. You're paying yeah. for all the spectacle and yeah. the glam yeah. of Vegas, I guess. Not, 
but depends on who you see also because i've been to regular full-length concerts there and they're normal size so mm-hmm. you just don't know yeah you didn't but, run into celine outside of the show and no she uh, not. was like an impersonator <laughs> <laughs> and this would have been like mm, mm, it would have been like 2005 2006 oh. it was a long time ago uh but um but yeah uh that was the only time i've done a show in vegas uh, but this is atlantic city in here but uh but yeah i think i think i've only done i did britney spears twice in vegas and then my mm-hmm. friend wanted to see we went for her birthday so we saw britney for her birthday and then we went and saw she loves trevor noah so he was doing like a comedy special oh, so we cool. saw that too so i think that's it i haven't really seen any other shows either just britney mm-hmm. basically oh <laughs> i've been to a bunch I watch. <laughs> it would be a long yeah. list for you <laughs> Do you have a favorite buffet, Colleen? No, not a favorite buffet. I actually don't go to the buffets very often, except for maybe like there's one at Paris that had a good, with a lot of French breakfast stuff, which was good, you know, brunch. Mm -hmm. But not really for dinner. I actually, I'll I'll plug the restaurant. Why not? We're here. If you ever go back to La Cesar's Palace (laughs) post COVID, Uh, you need to go to bobby flay's restaurant grill it's phenomenal five star and go for brunch get the brunch it's amazing it's not not super cheap but it's not the worst either it's like in the middle price Mm -hmm. wise so i I recommend it mesa grill it's right by where the book um the sports books are you know what i mean where the Mm -hmm, bedding is mm -hmm, right there mm -hmm. yeah right by the not far from the coliseum yeah um there are also two funny niles sections in this well first of all he immediately decides to be sick once he finds out he's gonna have to watch the kids <laughs> which is hilarious and uh and then i i, I thought it was really funny when he ties the whisk to cc's scarf oh god crack up yeah she's like i look like a million bucks and the scarf whisk that was funny i thought and then also pretty iconic another one that might make a clip reel certainly if i was doing a niles clip reel it would definitely make it in there is his him going all risky business on us oh yes (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) can i just say i loved cc's like slicked back hair in this mm-hmm. episode I, yeah. she, I was like oh she looked really good with this hairstyle i don't know i was like she's see this is a good episode for her just looks mm-hmm. wise i was like she looks great yeah but, she says i look like a million bucks i, I mean yeah i was like even <laughs> even when she's like knocked out even when she's like sitting on that little thing and oh yeah head, <laughs> uh, i did love that line where she's you know talking about gender dynamics and she's like i wanted to be a hunter i had an act or whatever I, I was particularly good at trapping and i also says take good care of your teeth sir you may need to gnaw off your leg one day i thought that was a fun line <laughs> yeah that was also really good. I, I loved fran <laughs> when he's like oh he's on a team full of old women and she's like well i don't know if they're all women at a certain age the hormones go yeah. it's hard to tell oh yeah it's anyone's guess <laughs> yeah it's anyone's guess <laughs> Yeah. Or, or at the end, uh, when her mom is, you know, she's still mad at her mom, but she says she can look like ZZ Top before I ever pluck a chin hair of hers again. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh, this one was really funny. I really do think. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, and, and Niles, Cece walks in on Niles going on Risky yes. Business, singing uh, to... Um, 
old rock and roll and uh and then he says you realize of course now i'm gonna have to kill you and that's kind of the end of the and it was really funny and so yeah so the fashion on this episode they had uh she has a um, black, orange, and yellow plaid skirt with a yellow vest and pink long sleeve shirt underneath it with a black tie, black nylons. And later on, you see her with a matching blazer to go with it that she adds to the outfit that, that's got the plaid yeah. on it. And uh, it was pretty, pretty cute off it, I would say. Mm-hmm. And lots of ties in this stretch. Like she yeah, I noticed that. Mm-hmm. But she had like full length ties again. Yeah, that's true. That must have been a trend. It yeah. must have been a menswear trend for women's <laughs> yeah. fashion in '94. <laughs> I like the plaid a lot. I didn't love like the pink satin to go with. It was a lot for me, but I loved yeah. the plaid itself. Was really cute. Yeah. So. Um, and then she has on this. Uh, this is this is in the scene where she uh, is the baby <laughs> to Maxwell. Um, she has a red, orange, pink, yellow uh, flowers, and it's like a silky, fluffy kind of blouse, I would say, uh, with a fluffy collar. Uh, it looked kind of retro to me. It has a 70s, I think, look to it with a black vest and yellow skirt, and I thought it was really cute. I really liked that pattern of the, the flower pattern, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I thought it I really liked that one. That was a good one, I thought. <laughs> yeah uh and then at the casino you see her with this sort of uh it's diamonds with the different uh with horses and different things on it and different colors it's sparkly uh it has red green purple gold blue and black and then she has this velvet jacket and a black velvet skirt and it looked it looked perfect for for atlantic city scene i think mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. You know, and you do see her at the, uh, trying to give Maggie advice on a machine. She's like, oh, you got to stick with a machine. And Maggie's like, didn't you put, I mean, you spent more like $70 on that machine. She got $20. Oh, Oh, but it was on that other machine. So she's not even following her own advice. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think you go till you hit and then you can ditch it. Like once you hit good, then you can ditch because you know it won't hit a while. You bet. But. I did love, since we talk about it here, I, I did like the tennis joke uh, of friends. Oh, like, yeah. oh, f- tennis, I've never understood all that running back and forth. <laughs> Maggie's like, oh, there's the instructor. Well, okay, mm-hmm. now I get it. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Larry, what would you give Canasta Masta? What, what would you rate it? I think I would give it probably like uh, in eight and eight i'll go eight it was between an eight and eight and a half i i do really think it was funny yeah what about you colleen i was gonna say eight before you even said it i'm serious larry <laughs> eight. I, I, I was like no i was thinking you know i'm always like what are you guys gonna think am i gonna be i mean not that it matters but you know you kind of don't want to be like way off the mark yeah <laughs> But I was yeah. thinking eight too. Like Rachel yeah. going so high on that one kiss. We were like five, five and a half. Rachel, seven and a half. No. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I, I agree. That's eight is good on this one. I agree. Well, I I had in my head, I promise, I'm going to go 8.5 okay. on this. I think it's a really funny episode. And uh, like I said, it has a lot of iconic nanny moments i think in this second season is usually a time in most shows when you get a lot of cream 
a lot of the best yeah. parts of most shows. Yeah, you kind of hate your stride with everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to talk about the will. And there's so much in this episode that's hilarious. Basically, in my opinion, it's basically you have Fran uh, finds out that she's in Maxwell's will uh, and that he is going to have her take care of give her the children after he dies and uh, and then there's this whole thing with this investor and they get his menu and fran thinks begins to think that uh that maxwell is going to die and uh, we'll go into more but uh i don't know i just i think this episode is absolutely hilarious i'm gonna have a very high score on it but uh what did you agree larry did you find it funny where were you at on it as much as me (laughs) no i i do really like it um once i started watching it because you did mention it in the like our group chat and i you know just that title it didn't really you know ring a bell with me or anything yeah title but then once i watch it i just i remember her <laughs> like giving the guy with the heart attack the food yeah. uh, i was like oh yes i i know this episode i remember the episode uh but i yes i do think it's very funny yeah colleen what do you think i, I agree it's pretty yeah. hilarious like yeah. i i thought the first the um can ask one was good but I actually laughed out loud on this one and the yes. one. i had a couple spots i don't always do that sometimes it just hits me the right way and this one yeah it. So that, that was pretty funny i think this is nanny at its best i i think if you don't like this episode of the show i don't think the show's for you can i make I, a comment on fran it hit me i think it was this episode or the third episode one of the two hit me she makes me think of like the 90s it's not quite as extreme but she and it's not so physical but she reminds me a lot of a john ritter type mm-hmm. like does that make sense Increased like company. yeah not so physical like he was mm-hmm. but just she just has this knack i can't put, put my finger on what that means if that but you kind of get what i mean like yeah, it, yeah. like similar oh. kind of style or something yeah i can see that also i can see a little bit of rhoda in her oh yeah too Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, both were Jewish characters, so it's easy to make the comparison. But um, I don't know, just in kind of both their sort of attitudes and type of comedy, I can I can yeah. definitely see that. Uh, but there were so many funny parts of this joke, uh, this show, that we started out with Maggie looking at their sorted family tree, and and uh, and this is oh, so and so is married to his sister, and they're like they can never prove that. I'm like he's she's his sister like how could that not how could that be difficult to prove <laughs> i mean i don't think uh that that seems like very easy to prove to me uh it's not like it's some you know obscure second cousin it's literally a member of his immediate family yeah <laughs> and, and then fran does one of her funniest my cousin jokes that <laughs> And she's talking about her cousin who was super healthy, super whatever, and and steps out of the the health food store and 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 boom, gone. And it's like, what happened? You got hit by a weed germ truck. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. I just I just love the follow up of him being like, "What's the point?" And she's like, "Everything has to have a moral. What am I, yeah. a goose?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah 
Uh, and there are a lot of Andrew Lloyd Webber jokes in this oh, yeah. one because this investor, Doug Emerson, he is, uh, he's Andrew Lloyd Webber's big investor and he would never leave Andrew Lloyd Webber. And, and so, uh, <laughs> uh, that there's a lot of funny things. And I, I also loved <laughs> the, uh, uh, loved Niles with Cece and i know something you don't know <laughs> nanny fine is in the will it's like would you stop singing <laughs> yes that was really funny <laughs> and uh and then <laughs> fran uh thinks that maxwell's proposing to her when he says i've got a proposition for you and <laughs> she says what should i do first call my mother no call the electrolysis and uh, we're not even on a first name basis. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll never doubt that Gene Dixon again. <laughs> that was great. I, I loved that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, her family. It's funny because in one, um, you know, in the previous, in the uh, a different episode, they, you know, she says, Fran says, if we didn't talk about people dying, we'd have nothing to talk about in our family. But here, she's very poo-poo. Just says, oh. don't talk about death. Yeah. So, I guess it changes from time to time in the grandfine <laughs> household. But, uh, but yeah, and so Val comes over and Fran is kind of upset about about this and and she did also say they may look british but they think yiddish <laughs> yes <laughs> which was really fun and yeah and so val, val and her are talking uh, and well we find out that val evidently was a singer in this episode did you get that joke and she said val we get so stressed out singing the national anthem oh and she yes oh yeah to the bombs yeah. bursting in air oh my gosh <laughs> Let's just say she didn't need a timpani. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, yeah, there's the other sort of side <laughs> side plot in this is uh, Gracie has a friend, and they're all very proud of her. He's like, "Is it a real friend?" <laughs> and uh, Maxwell's like, "Is it, darling?" <laughs> Uh, and it ends up being erica and so uh her friend erica and she thinks that brighton is a stud and gracie is horrified um and francis if she's that fast and loose with her pogs she's gonna get a reputation (laughs) (laughs) but i you had a lot of siblings uh colleen i think right yes i have five five yes me too Did you ever have anything like this ever happen? Where one of your friends got a crush on one of your brothers? No, because my siblings are, I'm 10 years younger than the next one. They were born five years in a row. And then my parents did a 10 year thing. And then they said, oops, we're pregnant with me. (laughs) So I was not expected. (laughs) I was a surprise. Surprise. So now it didn't happen with me personally. I don't think it happened. I've never heard any stories about that. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No, not that I can think of. Now that you mention it. No. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, I definitely had crushes on my, some of my brother's friends, but I never would have shared it in a million years. <laughs> right. It's no too way. Much. You're opening way many two cans of worms, too many cans of worms. Yeah. I mean, my brother and I just, I mean, my brother would have teased me mercilessly if he had ever found out about anything like that. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Because you're an only child, Larry, right? Yeah, I didn't have to worry about these type of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, because most of the time people have their kids pretty close together, so it's, it's, yeah. uh, it can happen. It definitely can happen. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Yeah, my other, um, my other sibling close in age was uh, my sister, who, it, I mean, it's kind of, I, I was, in my family growing up, I was the extrovert in a family full of introverts. Mm-hmm. And so it was, a, it was, an, <laughs> it was an adventure. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. They didn't know what to do with me half the time. <laughs> I mean, luckily my dad is very extroverted as well. So that helped. Uh, but, um, but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting, interesting dynamic. That's for sure. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 I loved so many of the jokes about the the diet coming in and that whole scene when they oh Val and her find the the diet was so hilarious <laughs> and they she talks about her uncle louie is spending eternity in the dirt devil <laughs> my uncle louie they got a fantastic urn oh my mr sheffield in that <laughs> and uh, i also loved the scene uh when she tries to take the box from from him oh <laughs> yeah drops it on his foot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he says later on he says when you first came to this house i thought you were nuts but then you started to make progress i saw a light at the end of the tunnel and she's like don't go towards the light <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Death by nanny might be the first way to lose an investor. But I <laughs> uh, yeah, so many good jokes. Uh but uh and then <laughs> I also loved the scene when when Maggie comes in and she says that she has a zit and Fran Fran starts singing nothing's gonna harm you. <laughs> That made me laugh. (laughs) And Maggie's like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) And you also see that, I mean, Niles is super irritated because he's been cooking like this really fancy meal. (laughs) And then Mr. Sheffield comes in. No, we can't eat any of that. Uh, No salt, no sugar, no nothing. Yeah. He's like, oh, the souffle won't be able to eat. Boom, he bangs oh, no. the, the oven door. Yeah, oh, nothing, just a souffle I've been letting rise all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. And so, yeah, then they sit down for dinner. And and, and uh, <laughs> so all the, whenever Mr. Sheffield tries to put anything bad, Fran is like, taking that when he has the salt she when he when he goes to put the salt she like tries to catch it in her hand she's like blowing the salt she's like (laughs) 
are blowing. And then she catches the holiday sauce yeah. in her hand. And then oh. she's like, oh, it's good for your hands. Like a hand cream. <laughs> and then you get a great scene when Mr. Sheffield just literally picks her up and <laughs> takes her into the kitchen. <laughs> yes. It's just the best. I love it so much. And... <laughs> And uh, we also get Niles being pretty snappy when he says, uh, I got 15 minutes. Why don't I knit you a new suit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was my, that was my favorite Niles line of this episode. Yeah, I also loved when he told, he told Cece, this is, you're not home alone on your foot massager watching oh. suckers. <laughs> yeah. When I don't she said I don't know when she said it, but when she says oh you're god. a butler, now bottle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was Oh a good my scene. god. I just loved that scene. I guess it wasn't a Niles line. It was just kind of a moment with her screaming at him. <laughs> Niles, no. make me tea. You know damn well I want tea. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. <gasps> Cece. <laughs> Leave the poor man alone. He's not a mind reader. <laughs> Yeah, so good. I love so. that. <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, that was, and she says, it's like Shakespeare said, like sands through the hourglass, so are the dates of our lives. Yes. <laughs> and, joke specifically for Colleen. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah and so he ends up not getting the uh the play but then uh but then andrew lloyd weber uh ends up uh ends up well, working wait. with oh no wait was that no, the other I was one? Like, this one they do get it because they. he makes a point in the <laughs> in the emergency room to run in and be like oh right right everything's right. great yeah. and they're like oh he's okay she's like the check cleared oh yeah <laughs> That's right. That's like, right. no concern over him, like, dying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That One moment funny. I loved with, uh, yeah, Cece had some good moments <laughs> in this episode. Um, I loved Fran when they're, like, walking after the whole box incident, and he, like, stops at the flowers. And she's just like, oh, he's stopping to smell the roses. It was just such a ridiculous oh. little joke, but I don't know why it made me laugh. I was like, oh my god. But it was also so funny when he he comes in, he says like hi ladies or whatever. And, and then he leaves and, and vows like he's on death's door. Yes. <laughs> After they were like, Oh, you look so great. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'll just have to be my usual pleasant self. <laughs> and then she's like crying at the table. <laughs> yeah so good i loved it so much and yeah and uh mr sheffield is really in peak health uh and uh and so uh and and val says uh what you know i'm gonna gonna you're gonna move to to england and she says i didn't even consider that's how you tell how upset i am i didn't even think of my hair Oh, <laughs> uh, but um. Oh, and she'd have to learn a new language. Oh, English. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. 
Uh, and then you see Brighton ends up seeing Maggie's friend as a oh. Baywatch model. Uh, is kind of the joke. And so that was basically the episode. So the fashion for this episode, she starts out with like a black and white check blazer that I think we've seen before uh, with a red vest, white shirt, black tie. As you said, there was a kind of a thing. Yeah this mm -hmm. season and really, then black I, skirt. I liked that little outfit overall. Mm -hmm. It was pretty cute. It was cute. shorts, wasn't it? It was shorts. Was it, it shorts? Was shorts? They were, I'm pretty sure they were shorts. I noticed later. It was really cute. Yeah, it was a little hard to tell. But, uh, but yeah, it was cute. And then uh, then she has on a black turtleneck with, uh, and then it had like multicolored diamonds kind of on front. Yeah. With like black on the back. It was like a little cocktail dress. Uh, with black nylons and then uh, she had black pants a pink sweater this was just for the very end the very end yeah yeah with a it had like a sort of victorian looking sort of choker necklace kind of that's the best, best way i can think to describe it <laughs> <laughs> um and so i am going i'm i don't know if there's a perfect episode of the nanny but i'm gonna give this I, I think my high score I've given so far, maybe, I think maybe I gave a perfect score to the pilot, uh, but I'm going to give us a 9.5. I think this is, like I said, if you don't like this episode of the show, I don't think this show's for you. It has everything you could want in an Annie episode. Uh, it's got good Niles lines. It's got really funny, uh, <laughs> funny. Uh, you've got Val. Maybe if you'd had Sylvia in a scene, maybe that would have made it perfect, but uh, funny Fran and Maxwell uh, interactions, uh, funny stuff with the kids. It all lands, I think. So I love it. Uh, so yeah, I'm going high, high on this one. Oh, oh. Yeah. What about you, Larry? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go 8.5 on this yeah. one for me. It's really good. What yeah. about you, Colleen? Um, 8.5 as well. That was yeah. my original thought. Because I'm like, Larry, we're on the same page today. We I know. We're on number three. <laughs> We'll see where we're at with the third one. I know. <laughs> All right. Yes, the nanny behind the man. And at first when I read this, I'm like, oh, no, no more ma nanny Mueller. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mueller returns. Yes. So this one is basically you have the title is basically because you have uh, Gracie writing the president, writing President Clinton. And we do find out in this episode that mr sheffield is a republican and fran is a democrat <laughs> we learned that about the characters which is funny and and so uh yeah so gracie's writing the president and uh and brighton says uh she says well, what's the right way to address a man who runs our entire country <laughs> brighton says dear newt <laughs> that's a throwback to 1994 yes, so. yes. <laughs> and uh and he uh it says first he loses the for, to clinton first he loses the house and the senate and then finds out that mclean has 10 grams of fat because <laughs> i think we've all like, collectively forgotten that about clinton the clinton years was that uh, he was made fun of a lot for his love of fast food uh, i will a, one of my absolute all-time favorite saturday night live scenes <laughs> with yeah. Phil Hartman. Do you remember that? Yeah, in McDonald's. When, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was, that 
that's definitely probably my favorite Phil Hartman scene ever when he was on when he was living and on that show. Oh my goodness, he was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's funny. We don't really think of that with Bill Clinton anymore for some reason. I mean, I guess yeah. he gave us plenty of other fathers. Yeah, I was like, right. uh, he gave us <laughs> stuff to <laughs> overshadow that. I was going to say, that, was, but that's a good throwback. That's a funny thing that's pretty harmless. So, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and so there's this, uh, there's this guy named uh, George Murdoch. And he actually was played by Dakota Williams, is the actor's name. And uh, he is he's your playwright, who's your rough and tumble kind of play, uh, man's man kind of man. And so uh, Fran tells Maxwell that he can, she can set him up with a perfect woman. And, uh, and then she sets him up with grandma yetta <laughs> being a big yetta fan yeah. larry what did you think uh, of this episode uh i mean i thought yetta was wonderful particularly i love when she does that little walk for cece <laughs> she, it's all in the walk watch <laughs> she walks away um but yeah i think she's so fun i also love when she pulls Mr. Sheffield aside and it's like I'll dump him but you gotta get rid of the blonde how shameful like and smacks Mr. Sheffield but yeah I thought the episode was pretty fun overall um maybe not I don't know quite as funny but it has a lot of big laughs like Colleen said earlier there was mm -hmm. definitely a couple like stand out laughs mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely especially if you are a uh if you are a Yetta fan, yes. this is her shining, <laughs> shining hour, you might say. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Dakota Williams, uh, the, so it's Dakota Williams is the character name, sorry. George Murdoch is the actor name. Yeah. George Murdoch uh, played God in the fifth Star Trek movie, uh, the, oh, the notorious... Oh. Uh, the notorious Star Trek movie directed by William Shatner, uh, oh. where, yeah, where, My. yeah, so, uh, so yeah, he's, he's quite the, uh, quite the thespian going on there, like God, um, but France sets him up with Yetta, and I loved when Maxwell's like, haven't I been good to you, gave you a job when you needed one, all the slim, fast bars you want, this <laughs> 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 yeah yeah <laughs> and i also loved the gag i'm not i like cc would of course notice that she has ketchup on her face but it was still funny when niles oh, gives yeah. her the napkin because he's been yeah. eating all the fast food and uh and she rubs it and she gets ketchup all over her face and, and, <laughs> and I, what happened to your face <laughs> that made me laugh that she cut really herself funny. shaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, and you do get a great line from Niles when he says to Fran, if anything happens to me, you're here to continue my work. <laughs> he had a lot of good lines with this one. Uh -huh. <laughs> when he says, Miss Fine, you have more lives than Garfield. <laughs> yeah. I there there is a point where where when the date goes well. Maxwell says, Miss Fine, I could just kiss you. 
I'm like, oh, come on, go for I it. Know, I was like, like, well, you hold your breath, right, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but he, and then he, she says, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah, <laughs> but didn't. <laughs> yeah, I liked when Fran tells Maggie, star quarterback, pulled groin, beer gut. Can, can oh. I check her oil, please? Because <laughs> yes. cause Maggie's going to go out on a date with the nerdy, nerdy kid that she doesn't want to go on a date with. Clifford. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so, uh, yeah, so Gracie's writing this letter and they end up, uh, Roger Clinton ends up coming to visit. Talk about it. He, he ends up being on three episodes of The Nanny. Roger Clinton. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about him. I'll be honest. I with did you. too. <laughs> I forgot he existed. <laughs> yeah his last role was in the the one funny part even as a christmas movie fan the one funny part of fred claus is in the beginning when they have the brother the sibling anonymous meeting it's so all these famous these siblings oh. famous people are all there and roger clinton that's his last his last role he's in fred <laughs> claus but <laughs> but he yeah he he made a name for himself on sitcoms he was he was in the rugrats movie i mean he's all over the place (laughs) you gotta you gotta strike when the iron is hot (laughs) man you gotta get that work yeah oh my goodness yeah so hey i guess uh i mean I, i think i think that that happens actually quite a bit i remember like obama's brother uh was you'd see him doing stuff too and uh some of these i mean the bushes it's different because they are all like public figures uh you know like the ones that was the governor the ones uh, and so it's yeah it's a a little different when you're part of like a a a prominent family i think um but but yeah there's uh there was roger clinton so that's pretty exciting they must have been pretty excited. I mean, there was one moment where, where Fran was just too stupid for me. <laughs> and that's when she's like, Pilzer Prize? Pilzer Clearing House? How much did he win? Oh. I'm like, come on. Fran knows I the know. difference. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Rachel. Rachel. I wrote that down. I thought it was funny. I mean, I know it was dumb, but I didn't really say I still thought it was funny. I always have to admit, I love, I love when Rachel is just like, no, it's too much. This is just too dumb yeah. for me. I can't handle it. <laughs> but we find out about uh, Mr. Shuffle's middle name in this episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> we find out that his middle name oh, is gosh. Beverly. So, yeah. Because <laughs> it's not William Jefferson Clinton. Uh, and I I do like the fact that Fran is most excited about the fact that Bill Clinton knows Barbara Streisand oh, more yes. than the season president. He's <laughs> <is> funny. <laughs> <laughs> did did uh, she play at inauguration? Wasn't there something about? I don't know. I I was I too remember. young to remember. I was like, it, I just got out of high school when that all happened. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure she did. I mean, I, it seems like the kind of person that would have been close with the Oh, Clintons. next to Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, this guy, this, 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 uh, I don't know what playwright they were kind of thinking about, but the idea is he's sort of like a Hemingway kind of a, of a type Williams? character. 
maybe uh, that was my only thought I, although i thought hemingway too um but it's yeah it could it could be uh but yeah when yetta does her like walk her like sexy yes. walk that was good that was really good i love it <laughs> <laughs> uh and and that one yetta saying uh <laughs> uh and he says you didn't drop anything under the table to oh look for it did you and she says, one time just to see if i still had it that was you <laughs> that was oh funny my gosh I, that one didn't make you blush rachel a little bit a little bit <laughs> but it was funny okay <laughs> i know i was like oh my <laughs> and so yeah so he has now writer's block this is what i was getting confused with earlier it's a lot of Andalwood weber going on in these three episodes yeah uh and so so first mr shuffle is super excited that he owns a play uh, but then finds out he has writer's block and it's like, oh, I own a play that's totally worthless and Andrew Lloyd Webber doesn't. And <laughs> uh, and and it was pretty funny when Yetta is convinced that the, the Sheffield house is a gift shop. <laughs> I hate when they don't put prices on anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she finds out, she says, that, that this was business? I'm just a cheap, tawdry sex toy? <laughs> <laughs> Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's when he says, I'll give up I'll give up this guy if you quit fooling around with the blonde. That was great. Shame on you. <laughs> Look what you've got in front of you. Yeah. And and so we find out that uh, just as soon as Mr. Sheffield is out of the deal then we find out that that his relationship with yetta inspired him to finish the play and so andrew lloyd weber has it and stole it <laughs> oh my gosh that led to like one of my favorite lines is with her because uh she's <laughs> you know they get that gag going that she's his right a right hand or right arm oh uh, yeah and so she's like, oh, your right arm is here. And she puts it by him and Miles, uh, I take it out before he shakes it all about. <laughs> I thought that was a really funny yeah, little line. Good. I also love when they're trying to convince Yetta to, to not do it. And Yetta's just like, listen, he's an older man. He's not senile and he's loaded. That'll all be yours. And Fran just turns. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Sheffield's like, well, what are we really doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. And and he puts in uh, in his play, his uh, is an elderly Hebraic woman named Zeta, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. And he tells uh, Roger Clinton tells uh, says, I will tell Bill uh that about fran and he says he's always looking out for a good right arm oh. and uh and <laughs> and uh, francis to mr shuffle that was so nice of you but i thought you were a republican he's like i am <laughs> yes yeah so that was pretty funny so the fashion on this is she starts out with this uh fluorescent yellow skirt uh with uh it was like a skirt suit so it had a matching uh blazer and and then it had it she had a striped yellow and black turtleneck 
with black nylons on and I like actually like fluorescent. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm brave enough to wear it myself, but I like mm -hmm. it on other people. I don't know why. I just think it's kind of fun. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, she has on this black turtleneck with, uh, like red spaghetti strap dress uh -huh. with the stripes are like kind of cascading down the dress. Uh, and I, I liked that look pretty good. I, I prefer the fluorescent look <laughs> and I just thought it was fun. What do you, <laughs> what do you think, Larry? Um, I was on the line, uh, like I like big and bold, but that uh -huh. I mean that fluorescent was just like wow! I'm surprised bold. they even made like any type of suits in that. Um, yeah. But there you go. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot, but I thought that was cute. No, but I actually liked it. But I agree with you, Rachel, because I didn't like the way that spaghetti strap dress was cut. I felt like even though she had her turtleneck, I felt like if she was, she could have never not worn a turtleneck. It was yeah. too low cut. It was a weird cut. The first time we're like, yes, for the turtleneck. <laughs> the yeah. turtleneck was necessary. <laughs> it did. It looked a little too small for her. Yeah, maybe that's I it. I think. It just yeah. didn't fit right in the, in the bus line area. It just looked funny. Something mm -hmm. was off. Yeah, so. and then she's wearing the yellow robe with the white flowers mm -hmm. at one point. And then she has this, uh, it's hard to describe this outfit. Uh, it's, she's like an orange skirt. And then the other parts is like color blocked and like each part of the color block had like uh kind of little pom-poms sort of on the yeah. edge <laughs> those <laughs> like little pink. loops they were like yeah. the little like loop things and pom-poms it was it was strange yeah. and there it was it, it was like pink magenta orange gr uh, green uh yellow it had all these different colors and the edging she was wearing new nylons with it and uh so i don't know it was it was interesting it was too much for me <laughs> i didn't care for it too. i didn't like it I was like, <laughs> no thank you i don't know what this is but i don't like it yeah oh there was one other good joke uh when cc comes in she says i have terrible news isn't that redundant <laughs> i like that that was funny uh from niles yes <laughs> So this one, I, I think it was, it's, it's pretty funny. I'd give it a seven. I think a seven is fair for me. What about you, Larry? Yeah, I would say I would probably go seven as well. And Colleen? That sounds fair. Seven sounds about right. I was kind of hoping you weren't going to go higher because I, then I would have felt terrible, but I thought, I thought yeah. seven wasn't my favorite, but it was cute. I mean, yeah. Like I said, the standout for me the whole episode is just Yetta's little walk was like my favorite thing <laughs> in the episode. Yeah. Cece really just fun. looking on so jealous as Yetta is able to land her man. Mm -hmm. Actually, just the idea of Yetta just being this constant little like sex symbol <laughs> is fun to me. Yeah. It's hilarious. And I do, I love, haven't I been good to you? Gave you a job. You needed one. <laughs> yes. All the slim fast bars you want. <laughs> that was funny. I thought. So there we go. We have three classic episodes: Canastamasta, The Will, and The Nanny Behind the Man. It was a really solid. Groovy, I think after I today, think. I think we've decided the, the three of us need to take a trip to to Vegas. We'll, we'll <laughs> go to Bobby Flay's restaurant. Yes. We'll catch a show, and we have to play Canasta. 
Okay. <laughs> well, get a good old game of canasta going out in Vegas. <laughs> yes, go to the yeah, go to the go to the buffet and uh, yeah, we'll, you have, we'll... we have to find a buffet. Whatever. Yes. I don't know any good buffets. I know. All right. I, well, if they <laughs> it'll ever be an open adventure again. for all of us. It'll be a while before I go back to Las Vegas. <laughs> I know, especially to a buffet. Well, I don't know. Oh, I don't know if there'll be buffets. I, I mean, there is buffets, but they'll be very different. They won't be. The I I think that they will probably have uh more like stations is my guess yeah, something with like people behind plastic or whatever yeah, i would and then just you say they have food. to put that tall plastic stuff there and but between the little hole that they put like when you go to the bank you know <laughs> you yeah there. yeah <laughs> uh well let us know what you think of these episodes are they favorites of yours we'd love to hear your thoughts make sure you're following us at frankcast 14 on Twitter, we'd love to have your support and thoughts there. Please leave your ratings and reviews uh, on uh, on iTunes if you're listening on iTunes, and uh, we sure appreciate all of that. And Larry, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, as well as YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. And Colleen, what about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at L-E-L-E-44094. And you can also get our FranCast Instagram at FranCast1993. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. A lot of fun stuff going on. And uh, so thanks again, you guys. And we'll talk uh, next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.